what is up what is happening how are all the things welcome back to shades of strong where we ain't never scared to talk about all the things that shape make and sometimes break the strong black woman i'm your girl cheryl and i'm back with another we're on a seasonal break but i'm still here episode and i know i'm a week late i was supposed to drop an episode last week but that did not happen but i am here now and i am excited to be here but before we get into it make sure that you are following and following us on your favorite social media platform you guys know that we are shades of strong everywhere so make sure you're following us because we want you to engage with us about all the things <laughs> listen in a previous episode a couple weeks ago I talked about how it might be time for us to retire the strong black woman title. In that episode, I came to the conclusion that it is not time to retire the strong black woman title. If you listen, you know why I said that. If you missed it, you should def check it out to hear my perspective. In addition to making that bold declaration, I also offer you seven ways on how we, they, them, can protect and support strong black women while still giving us space to be our nurturing is handled don't come for me unless i send for you selves <laughs> i am so lame y'all like i couldn't stop it even if i tried anywho i briefly touched on each one but i think each one needs its own episode so in the coming weeks i will be honing in on them one by one in what I've appropriately titled the Not Your Superwoman miniseries. Yup. <laughs> we are going to have a miniseries right here on the Shade of Strong podcast that we are titling Not Your Superwoman. Now, the purpose of this series is to help you get back to the person you were before the world and circumstances told you who you should be. The first on the list of seven in the previous episode was giving, your, giving yourself space to take care of you before taking care of everyone else. And that's the one I'll be tackling in today's episode. Because contrary to what the world will have you believe, you are the most important person in your life. Now, do I need to say that again? Yeah. I'll say it again for the folks in the back. You are the most important person in your life now i know as black women we are born nurturers but because of life circumstances we have i think we have a skewed perception of what that means but even more than life circumstances our perception of what it means to be nurtures can be greatly contributed to learned behavior dating back to childhood and who do we learn that behavior from Y'all already know, <laughs> our parents, our moms, and our grandmoms. When I think back to my childhood, I catch very few glimpses of my mom not taking care of someone else. I catch very few glimpses of her just sitting still and resting. I catch very few glimpses of her being kind to herself. My mom was the epitome of what it means to be strong black and woman 
by the traditional definition, not by shades of strong definition, but by the traditional definition. She was the perfect wife. She was the perfect mom. She was the perfect daughter. She was the perfect sister. She was just the perfect strong black woman, again, by the traditional definition. I watched her put her physical, mental, and emotional needs on the back burner to make sure everyone around her was taken care of. Her husband, her children, her employer, her siblings, everyone came first in her life. Now y'all know that ain't right. <laughs> y'all know that ain't right. So naturally I learned that same behavior. I learned it by watching her. It like seriously it wasn't until I landed myself in a landed myself a 10-day stay in the hospital that I realized that that kind of life wasn't sustainable for me. And sadly y'all, I was in my early 40s when I got that lesson. I was in my early 40s when I got that lesson. But now, as I'm older, some years older, I now make a deliberate effort to choose me first. Because being strong for me is about knowing my limits, putting healthy boundaries in place, and doing more of the things that bring me peace, like resting, yoga, meditation, and moving my body. It's about me putting me first. So here's the deal, y'all. This learned behavior didn't just happen with our moms and our grandmoms. This learned behavior dates to the days of slavery. The slave owners and their wives taught us that everybody's health, everybody's wellness was more important than the health and wellness of Black women. Our ancestors passed those lessons down to us, and now we're passing them down to our children by continuing to do life the way our parents and our grandparents did it. Yeah, we got to do some. We have to do something different. Somebody's got to do life differently if we don't want to continue to pass this thing down to generation to generation. Like seriously, do you really want your children, your daughters running themselves ragged to do all the things for all the people? Of course you don't. So how do we begin to break the cycle? Now, you know I love a good question, <laughs> so I am glad you asked. Number one, by acknowledging that you are the most important person in your life. And by not just acknowledging it, but walking in it, that means exercising your gift of no. You cannot be afraid to say no. And you can say no without explanation. If somebody said, comes to you and says, hey, can you do this, 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 and this, and you know that you don't have the mental or emotional capacity to do it, your answer is no, period. You can also do that by relinquishing control. You don't have to have your hands in everything that's going on. Delegate some of your tasks in and outside of the home schedule in some uninterrupted me time. You know what I find fascinating is that we have a schedule for almost everything in our lives. We have a, we have a schedule for when we're going to get up in the mornings. We have a schedule for when we're going to iron our clothes and prep our meals and time to drive to work, drive to work, but we do not schedule in us in our day. Why is it so hard for us to schedule us in our day? So we need to start doing that. When you're planning your, planning your week or even when you're planning your day the night before, when you're ironing your clothes and picking out what you're going to wear to work and 
how you're gonna wear your hair and how long if you gotta stop by the store before you go to work, gotta get gas before you go, all those things. Just like you schedule those things, schedule you in your day. Schedule you in your day some uninterrupted me time. Let me tell y'all what I what I used to do when my kids were younger. My happy place is red wine, bubble baths, and swings. And when, when I had had an, an overwhelming day, I would often find myself going to swing. But even in that, I made a point of having a glass of wine and a bubble bath every single day because I needed that. That was my quiet time. That was my time to spend time with just me and also to spend time with God. So I am encouraging you, whatever your happy place is, schedule that into your day because we cannot continue to do life this way. Number two, you need to acknowledge that you do indeed have some unlearning to do. Every time you think about saying yes to something that you know you don't have the mental or emotional capacity to do, ask yourself why. Why am I saying yes to this? Is it because I need to be in control? Is it because of what others expect? Am I doing it because of what others expect me to do? Why am I saying yes? Why am I saying yes? We have to ask ourselves that question. Why do you continue to say yes? Why do you continue to take on tasks? Is it because it's what you watch mom do? Is it because it's what you watch your grandparents to do? And number three, give your daughters permission to do life, to do strong differently. It's just like, just like I told you earlier. I, I did life the way I did life up until I was in my up until I was in my early 40s because that's the way my mom did life. I learned it by watching her. She did life that way because she learned it by watching my grandma. And she did it like that way because she learned it by watching my great grandma. Give your daughters permission to do life differently. Let me tell you a story real quick. Now I'm gonna try to keep it short. <laughs> I remember when my daughter went into labor. She Asia um was about 25, I think, when she when she had her first kid. I've told my kids my labor stories over and over again that I had no type of epidural, like all my births were natural birth. I had no painkillers. I just went through it naturally. And so each one of them tried to do that too, because that's the way I I had labor. So they wanted to have labor that way too. And so Asia, she was having some complications. And I can remember her being in the hospital and she was just just lying there in so much pain. And I knew she wanted the epidural because I know my child. I looked at her and I said, Asian, you don't have to do it the way I did it. I did it that way because I chose to do it that way. You don't have to do it that way. You can do it differently. You don't have to endure this type of pain without any type of assistance. You don't have to do it that way. You can do it differently. And so she looked at me and she asked for an epidural when the nurse came back in. But she needed my permission to do it. She needed to know that I was okay with her doing it differently. And so we have to give our daughters permission to do life differently. And we give them permission to do life differently by doing life differently ourselves because they are watching us. I don't care how old they get. They are watching us and we are teaching them. Even when we're not saying a word, we are teaching them. So give your daughters permission 
to do life differently. Give your daughters permission to do life differently. So in closing, (laughs) I want you to keep in mind that you are the most important person in your life. So give yourself permission to not do it the way your mom and your grandparents did it. You do not have to run yourself ragged. You do not have to run yourself ragged to be strong. That is not what being strong is about. Being strong is about setting boundaries. Being strong is about putting you first. I've said this time and time again. If you do not take care of you, you are not going to be able to take care of anyone else. So put yourself first at all costs. Schedule you in your day. All right, guys, I'm about to get out of here. That concludes the first episode of the Not Your Superwoman series. I will be bringing you a week, a episode every Wednesday over the next six weeks because this is the first week. It's a total of seven episodes. So over the next six weeks, I will be bringing you a new episode about how you can dish the cake and get back to the person you were created to be and get back to the person you were before the world told you who you should be. Because y'all, they've been telling us some things and we've been eating it up. Anywho, I would love to hear your takeaways and your stories. So hit me up on your favorite on your favorite social media platform, which again, we're Shades of Strong everywhere. You can slide in my DMs. You can comment on um, a post on the post for this episode or leave me a voice message on the website at www www.shadesofstrong.com and you can also leave me an email at hi at shadesofstrong.com alright guys I am out of here I hope that you found value in this mini episode and I will be right back here next week alright 